Hello, this is Dr. Carla Johnston. I want to welcome you personally and thank you for joining me today. In this podcast, we'll be exploring information, ideas, and strategies to identify our unique and individual approach to living a nourished life. I'll be discussing topics that enhance our mind, body, and spirit. So let's have a bigger conversation, one that expands and brings more joy, happiness, and a sense of well-being. I'm delighted that you're here. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Episode 1, New Year, New Intention. It's pretty common at the end of a calendar year as we go into a new year to take a look at what goals we had for the previous year and what we've accomplished and what we have yet to do. And we sit down at the beginning of a new calendar year and we write down the goals that we feel like we want to accomplish in this next new bright year. I often laugh with my friends that sometimes I'll hear that, oh, the goals stay the same. I just erased the year at the top. And I would often wonder, hmm, if that is true, is that really a goal that you'd like to have? And so it got me thinking about goals and intentions. So for me, goals are future. It's what do I want to accomplish. It's something that I want to achieve. Intentions are really in the present. What is it that I'm intending to do to move me forward or to enjoy the space that I'm in now? So it's really a new way to think about it, in my view. I know that 2020 was an incredibly challenging year, and I certainly don't want to minimize that. And at the same time, we are heading into a new year. I know there's still often a lot of retrospective about 2020. We keep referring back to it. And while I think that's important, I also think it's just as important for us to be looking forward in our lives. What is it? What is the intention that we have moving forward? Now, as I work with people, a lot of the goals and intentions can be very similar. For example, losing weight or eating better, maybe changing careers. And so I wanted to take a look at what does that look like with intention? In other words, what do I really envision for myself this year, this month, or even this day? In some ways, by breaking it out to smaller pieces, they can build on themselves and become a synergy that moves us forward in a way that we hadn't really anticipated. Now, there are a lot of people that I get inspired by. I love hearing stories about how things have attracted someone in their life or they've shifted a career and it's gone really well. Two that come to mind are Joya Child and Vera Wang. As we know, both really started to hit their successful stride after the age of 40. And yet there are some other stories that I've read about that aren't in the news every day and aren't well known. The first comes out of Baltimore, Maryland. I happened to be listening to a program as I was doing something at my desk. And what caught my attention was the story of this lady who had a childhood injury and wasn't exactly physical in her life. She was concerned about re-injuring herself. And so her and her sister decided that they wanted to become more healthy and slowly began with walks. And it led up to some light aerobics. And what really caught my attention is when she said, and then I started working with a trainer at age 71. And through that training in a short period of time, she enrolled in a competition where she won first place. And these were novice competitors of all ages. So at 71, 
she won this amazing award based on physical activity. And did I mention she's in her 80s? And when I looked at her on the television screen, I couldn't believe it. She was the epitome of health and wellness and started out really slowly and was not exactly a lifelong athlete who had achieved this. So her intention was to walk with her sister and look where that led her. And that got me thinking. Perhaps having that larger goal is helpful in some ways, and yet that intention every day of doing something that brings you happiness or joy, or perhaps brings you that sense that you are moving forward, is really important. I also read about another story, and this comes out of Houston, Texas, with a lady who was looking for products to take care of her beautiful silver hair. And everything she tried just didn't measure up. So she began experimenting in her own kitchen. And the products seemed to work really well for her. And she expanded into making body butters and soaps. And her friends began asking her if they could purchase them. And so she thought, hmm, I could start a business. So at age 60, she started her own business doing this. And I thought to myself again, the intention of taking care of oneself and how it led to a completely new discovery. So perhaps she didn't start the new year saying, I'm going to start a new business. She started the new year saying, hmm, I have an idea. I think I want to take care of this piece of myself and look how it expanded. So the intention then in my book would be exploration or experimentation or to experience new things. And how would that look? What does that mean? What can we do? So by experimentation, I mean, we are in the season of winter, which many of us are isolated at this point in time. Still, all activities outdoors are not open for everyone. So I do hear that there's this feeling of isolation still. So what can be done? What experimentation can take place if you are living alone or you're living at home with family members? What is it that you could do? What is the intention of experimentation? So you could try something new. I did speak with someone who recently told me that they began to learn how to crochet and knit. They kind of taught themselves a little bit and then got online for some tutorials. And I thought, what a great idea. And this person showed me a couple of the finished products and I was amazed that it wasn't something they had done all along. And frankly, They shared with me they were amazed because they didn't know they had that talent. Or painting. Painting supplies are relatively inexpensive. And if you paint a picture or you decide you want to do painting on some other medium, you don't have to show it to anyone if it's not exactly what you feel like a Rembrandt would be. It's your expression. And so by experimenting, you can decide if it's something that you want to keep, if you want to do, if you found joy, if it made you smile because you realized it wasn't exactly what you wanted to do. It was just simply the cost of the supplies to get there. Writing is another one, whether it's writing a book, writing a song, writing a poem, or even, and this does date me back in the day, We used to write letters to our friends on beautiful stationery, and that could be an outlet if you're feeling isolated or alone and you want to experiment, your intention is to be connected, to write on beautiful stationery and send it to someone. Some other great examples 
that I've been privy to with people that are looking to experiment and bring joy and creativity and curiosity in their lives is someone's learning a new language. Someone else is learning to play a new instrument and they're writing their own music. Someone else has decided that they wanted to write a cookbook and they enjoy taking photos of the food they're preparing. Or perhaps it's something that gets movement in that can be done quietly and on our own if we're isolated, and that's Qigong or Tai Chi, whatever that is. And I'm sure there are a million other examples of what people have come up with to experiment, to bring in the attention of bringing joy and curiosity and quietness and accomplishment. When you're knitting or crocheting something, that is an accomplishment. And I thought that was such a beautiful exploration of something that may or may not been on someone's mind at the beginning of a year. The other is smiling. If the intention is that I want to be happy, even in the face of challenges, how do I go about doing that? To say, yes, I want to be happy. What does that look like? What does that really mean? Well, there are a couple of really small forward steps that can keep us moving towards the intention of happiness. And the first is to smile, even if you're by yourself or even if you're not able to connect with as many people as you had before or be part of gatherings or work in your big office with everyone around. You could certainly smile, even with wearing a mask. When we smile, our eyes move forward. And, and even though we can't see someone's mouth, usually we can tell that they're smiling. And smiles become contagious. When someone smiles at us, we want to smile. So how would I remind myself to do that every day? Well, if my intention is that, I can say to myself that in the morning when I wake up, I'm going to smile or I'm going to think of something that makes me smile, whether it's a family member or a friend or a funny story, a funny cartoon, a joke, something that brings us back to that place where we're feeling happy and we smile. We do know that when we smile and when we laugh, our brain is fed, it becomes nourished, our breath resets, typically our shoulders go down if we're holding up intention. So all of that happens with a simple smile. And then lastly, I was working with someone recently who was really struggling with the feeling of isolation. And their goal was to get outside and take a walk every day. And they needed to do this alone. And so we put together some strategies for how we could bring some joy, how we could bring a smile to this person, how we could help them laugh on this walk. And so we came up with that they would be tasked with noticing one new thing each day. So on every walk, even if it's the same trail, the same place, even if it's the same time of day, to notice one new thing on the walk. And what was reported back was the many things that were noticed as they took their walk. And I found that to be really helpful. And even their demeanor and their outlook shifted just with the intention of finding something new, something to smile about, to hear them express that they saw this particular bird on this particular branch, or they saw this cat run across the trail who was nervous that was there, something that just brought a short smile to their face, or passing someone further down the trail who waved 
or they were able to look over and see something that brought them back a memory of something they did with family or friends in the past that brought a smile to their face. So when you're gathering your thoughts and you're creating your goals for this incoming new year and you have your goals, take a look at what your intentions are. What is it that you can do for yourself each day, each month that culminates into a year that supports where you want to be? So let's just take that you want to move more as a goal. We know that physical activity can help us to feel better and can help us keep on our weight management goals as well. So we'll use moving more. What does that look like? So if my intention is that I want to move more every day, I don't have to go buy a treadmill and get my five miles in. You certainly could. If you wanted to start out smaller, my intention can be that I'm going to move and accomplish as much as I can in the day that I have and make it fun. I was laughing with someone recently about how to keep moving when we're home, when we're sedentary, when we're spending more time on the computer, even through work. How do we get movement in? Some of us aren't lucky enough to have big breaks during the day to be able to get out and move around. We're not walking to and from our cars to go to buildings. So we put on our thinking cap, we put on our silly hat, and we came up with some ideas, and I'm still using them today. So if you're doing laundry and you're putting your clothes from the washer to the dryer, typically the dryer is a little lower. And so do a couple of lunges before you put your clothes in the dryer. And then when you go to get your clothes back out, do the same thing. Do a couple of lunges there. Same thing with the dishwasher. When you're loading the dishwasher, can you get a couple lunges in? And it becomes funny in some ways. And then after a while, what I've noticed for myself is on the days that I don't do it, I kind of wonder, hmm, I didn't do that today. Just in the back of my mind, no one knows about it but me. If you have a set of stairs in your house and you need to go upstairs for something and you're able to walk up and then walk back down and then go up for what it is that you are going to do. Same thing for basements. If you have a basement, and you need to go downstairs to get something. Walk downstairs, go back up to the top of the stairs, and then walk back down again. If you're physically able and have the time, you will be amazed at how many more steps you get in during the day and how good you feel at the end of the day that you've done something for yourself. And there are other ideas that some are silly and some are really important. I have someone that starts the day with planking or sit-ups However it is you find works for you is really what that intention is. That's how movement gets started. Because the more we do and we feel good about what we've done, it leads us into that next piece. So then movement doesn't become a rolling eyes and a big sigh as we think about it. It can make a smile in the beginning. We can find joy. We can find fun. We can experiment with some new ideas as it moves forward. And then we can encourage one another as we do that as well. I do have someone who we kind of compare notes on the silliest ways we've been able to keep moving on our marathon days on the computer. So it becomes a funny point of conversation. And of course, on those days when we can get outside, there's this gratitude that we've continued on moving and being grateful to be outdoors and enjoying that space as well. So the key is to really explore, to experiment. 
so you can experience new intentions, new ideas of what's going to bring you forward. Because the real truth is these are your own intentions and your own goals. They don't have to be shared with anyone. And so perhaps you're not really in a space that you want to start a new business or start a new endeavor. You're in a career that you really love and you want to continue doing that, or perhaps you're retired and you want to enjoy retirement. The intention is to be able to do that in a way that supports where you are. And by doing that, you're in a space that you are able to find that smile and you are able to stay connected. You are able to experience gratitude. So when the challenges come along, you're better able to handle and adapt these changes. I don't know about you, but it seems like changes come quick and furious. And at times I can feel off balance. I can feel unsettled, not really grounded. And by doing these small practices, they lead to the bigger ones, the bigger foundations for health, the bigger successes, and the joy, and the exploration, and the curiosity. So I say go for it. Try something new. Paint something new. Write something new. Sing something new. Make it yours. Own where you are. If you need assistance, there are so many resources out there, whether it's family, friends, or professional to kind of help guide and make sure that you are in a space that moves you forward without pushing you too hard. And lastly, we are in this space of constant change. So for me, it's about balance. How do I be part of these incoming information that comes in fast and furious and then make room for quiet time, make room to feel joy and gratitude, make room to connect with those that I need to feel connected to and to reach out to those that I feel like are feeling isolated and I could connect with them because that's really what we want to do. So I hope you were able to find some inspiration with your new songs, your new crocheted and knitted pieces of beautiful art, language, music, movement, joy, And with that, I'm going to say happy, happy intentionality for New Year. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast through your favorite app store, or you can sign up through my website, drcarlajohnston.com. I hope you're leaving with some great ideas and information that will bring happiness and a sense of well-being into your life. Music for this podcast has been provided by the Petrichor and their beautiful song, Always Searching. Have a fantastic day. Until next time.